Hello and welcome to Above All Else, a podcast for women who are looking to grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ. I am Brianna Frajoski. I'm here with Jen Kish and Emily Bird. Ladies, how's it going today? Hi, we're good. It's been a going nice good. day, beautiful fall day. <laughs> it is a beautiful fall day. We did the majority of our schoolwork outside oh. and it was just perfect. It was one of those good homeschool days. <laughs> yeah. Those are the best. The, the picture best. Book we did, um, my students are studying for a quiz. And so yesterday we spent all day. We I was like, we're not studying inside this classroom. Let's go. We're going outside. And it was like eight o'clock in the morning. And some of them were like, it's, uh, it's very cold outside. I was like, no, nope, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Everybody, it's fall. Like, it's great. We love it. <laughs> yes. The best oh, it, place was, to be. it was good. It was nice. How it is just it? puts everybody into a good state of mind and it's yeah. cool and it's, it's, it's starting to be beautiful. I don't know. It just, Adeline and um, Lindsay were talking the other day and it's like, we just feel different in the fall. Like it does something for your spirit. So I don't I'm know. living it makes my me best happy life too. in the fall. Yes, all I the agree. pumpkin <laughs> scented, all the pumpkin, all, all the things. So yes. Um, Although man. I did go to Hobby Lobby yesterday and buy four Christmas decorations. So I am moving into the Christmas season. <laughs> hey, that is okay because it's all the best. Yes. Because it's well, cooler. When I got home today, I had, I've been at a car dealership getting a, um, getting my, somebody door dinged me. I mean, left a big dent in the side of my quarter panel. So, Anyways, mm-hmm. I've been there for four hours. I left my children here doing their schoolwork. But when I came in, Christmas music was playing in my house. So, I'm not alone. <laughs> You're not alone. Lindsay <laughs> is right there with you. Oh, I'll take her. I'll take her. It's been so um, Braylee listens to music while she cleans her room. And about oh. three weeks ago, I hear Alexa play All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. <laughs> She's getting ready. So Mariah Carey's been playing in my house for the past three the weeks. Spirit. I love so it, like, girl. I love it's it. It's been sweet, but I'm like really over that song now. So I'm like, oh and the season hasn't even started. <laughs> We're not no. even there yet. No. Yeah. No. Oh, it's great. But I, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it for anything because it does. <laughs> <laughs> because she's singing it and playing it it means we are in fall and we're getting close and we love I just like that it's not 100 degrees because it is too hot in the summers here so yeah I don't like summers. and oh. I did order I did order a Christmas present this morning so I, I did some Christmas shopping way way early so yes. yeah I'm kind of you're not alone I, I'm like oh no but yeah I <laughs> do yeah that's awesome well, and it's better to buy them as you go instead of just having to drop X amount of money at one time. It's like, oh, it makes me feel better at least because oh, I'm like, well, when you get out. the text message that, oh, this item is 25% off today. It's like, okay, I better do Today's this right now. Day. So oh, today oh. was the day. I had not planned on buying it today, but today was the day. <laughs> there you go. Oh man. Well, it is good to be back. It is good to um, be with you ladies again. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we um, just really talked about getting into the um, getting out of our boats, right? We talked about 
um, going into that deeper water. And uh, it kind of led us to this place where we started talking about with our children and um, using like, how do we foster their spiritual gifts? And it was great. Let me just say that um, last week, I actually, we were talking about stewardship in um, my science class. And so I'm trying to teach my students, you know, how to be good stewards, but there's also this biblical integration that has to come into it. And so I went to first Peter 410 and I was like, listen, guys, not only are we good stewards of the earth, because in Psalms, it says the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. But also this is if, like, I got very passionate at one point. Some of my sixth grade boys were like, preach <laughs> just started clapping oh I was like yeah I maybe got a little aggressive with that I'm so sorry fellas but they're sweet so but I was able to you know incorporate our conversation about stewarding our gifts stewarding our spiritual gifts how do we steward those in our homes um and so after that conversation I think it naturally leads us into this conversation about what do we do with obedience and within our homes and discipline and what does that need to look like and I think there are so many different opinions out in the world so really coming back to the truth of what does the Lord say about discipline why do we discipline what's the purpose of discipline and really coming back to that main thing so that all the voices of everyone around us is silenced and okay this is why we do it um so Jen um, just on that conversation about discipline, like, what does that look like? Why do we do it? What are some things in maybe your life, your home, what you feel free to run with it? Okay, great. Um, well, one of my favorite, um, phrases is that we cannot expect our children to be obedient to God later if we don't expect them to be obedient to us now. And so that's something that I try to keep at the forefront of my parenting because the goal ultimately isn't that they're obedient to mom and dad. I mean, that's the short-term goal, but that's not the long-term goal, right? We're raising kids who need to learn how to live in a submissive relationship to the Lord. And so I think teaching that submission in our own homes through discipline and discipline isn't a negative word, right? Like we often associate it with punishment, but it's not always punishment. Right. Discipline is just training our kids in the way that they should go. And so um, I try to keep that in mind to that end. What is the purpose of the discipline in my home? And that really is so that one day when I'm no longer their um, gatekeeper, that they are submissive to their the Holy Spirit. Hopefully they've given their lives to Christ, you know, before they become adults and then they can be submissive to the will of God. And I think that goes hand in hand um, with obedience because I'm still working on my own obedience, right? Like I'm still trying to make sure that, um, I'm submitting to God and that I am listening to his voice and following his leadership and not going in my own way. So obedience is something, uh, and discipline that is going to follow us and our children throughout our entire lives. Um, so practically, um, in our home, it plays out in a lot of different ways. Um, we are the type of family that requires like you know, we say delayed obedience is disobedience. If I give an instruction, it needs to be responded to, um, immediately, uh, practically a, a kid cannot tell me, wait a minute. It's one of my husband's pet peeves, like for, you know, me to give an instruction and a kid to say, I'll be there in a minute. No, you come when we call you, you know, the first, I mean, if they're 
in the bathroom or something. There may be some grace there. Um, but unless you're just in a, in a situation where you just cannot physically respond, you know, you have to respond, um, to any instruction given to you immediately. Um, and you know, we have, well, I used to say toddlers to teenagers in our home, but that's not really true anymore because my baby's now in first grade. Um, but we do have that whole gamut. We have elementary school kids, we have middle school kids, and we have teenagers. And my oldest just turned 18. So discipline changes along with their ages, you know, because with the 18, I'm finding myself in this place where, look, I'm no longer, you know, I mean, I'm still her authority, um, but I have to step back and start letting her follow the Holy Spirit on her own and make some of the decisions on her own. Um, so my husband and I are kind of navigating that while we still have these little ones who need like constant correction on how to sit at the dinner table and, um, you know, how to get through their spelling words and things like that. So as children grow, what we're doing as far as discipline is concerned definitely changes. And I think that you discipline each child in a different way. There mm -hmm. is no set formula for every child. You have to know your child, um, what they respond to, what works for them. We were talking to that a little bit before we pressed rec uh, record here that we were just um, paying close attention to the individuality. And my husband and I always say the fair comes once a year. So we don't say the word fair in our house because there is, there is no fair. And when it comes to discipline, it's going to be different for each child because different children respond differently to different types of discipline. I just said different way too many times. Um, but anyway, I think that that is something that we need to keep at the forefront of our minds too. So disciplining with the goal of, um, helping them learn how to submit their own will to Jesus Christ, I think is the goal. Most definitely. I love that saying the fair comes once a year. Like I love that because I hear <clears throat> my children are obviously sub substantially young. You know, I have a kindergarten and a one and a half year old and already with the, you know, kindergartner, it's, well, that's not fair. She's one and a half. Like right. I, she does not understand. The other day she learned how to say the word now. And it's my fault because I said, I need you here now. Like I was trying to change her diaper. I need you here now. And she's looked at me now. And I was like, no, here now. Like, <laughs> and where then later older one was like, well, now <laughs> excuse you. <laughs> well, she said it earlier. She just learned that word. Like, it's not a game of, well, that's not fair. You got under, you know, but I'm going to steal that saying now because 100 yes. accurate like no it's fair she learned a word like we're just celebrating she learned a word so yeah Emily what about you in your house the purpose the the reasoning well um Jen is is spot on um our children have to learn to submit to authority and we see in our culture today that people you know are not submitting to authority whether it be a police officer where whether it be your elders whether it be um you know it's my way or the highway and that is wrong and it's wrong in the side of the eye, in the eyes of the lord um but Jason and I always um we you know we have always agreed on how we were going to discipline. We've never, we've never knocked kids that way. Um, but I just didn't realize that 
I would have to discipline so early. Um, I, I can, the first time I, that, uh, and, and, well, let me, let me preface. We always said we would discipline for willful disobedience. You know, there is, there is willful disobedience and then there's just being young and not knowing any better. And as a, as, a, as young parents, we really did have a hard time kind of differentiating um, what, you know, what is willful, what is she's just young. And as we've had more children, that's been easier for us to differentiate. But the first time that I, I remember Adeline, I'm washing dishes and I'm washing like the pots and stuff that I don't put into the dishwasher. And um, we had an old like 1980s something, 85 dishwasher that worked like a charm. And um, of course I got rid of it when I, we redecorated our kitchen and then we got one that, you know, didn't last but five years. But this one had been working for 20 some, but it had these big buttons that stuck out. And I mean, I understand where this little, you know, one, she was a little over one. She was walking around, I don't know, so 18 months or something. She's wanting to hit those buttons. And I had told her, no, no, Adeline, no, no. And then she looks at me again and you can see she's thinking about it. And whoop, there she, and so I remember smacking her hand. I was like, no, no, we, I told you not to touch those buttons. Well, then she just got mad and went, whoop. <laughs> She just, she wanted to do it. So that was, that was her first banking. And I never would have guessed that I would be, you know, now I, I, we had, we, that's when she learned about the paddle. And at this time it was just a little tiny paint stir that we kept on top of the refrigerator. And that was her first banking. And I just popped her, popped her right there on the butt and she cried. And of course I know it didn't hurt, but I just never thought that, that, that was just opening to me that my 18 year old would willfully disobey me. And that was, that was opening to me. So one of the first verses that we taught our children was Ephesians 6, 1. And, you know, children obey your parents in the sight of the Lord, or for this is right in the sight of the Lord. And so, um, they, they have known that it's like you, you mama and daddy were given to you guys. Adeline, Claire, Lindsay, Aaron, and you have to obey our authority. And when you don't, when you choose not to, there will be consequences. And one of the things that we have learned is we have to be consistent. Wow. I can't, I can't um, discipline them for, for something one day. And then they turn around and, and they do it again. It's kind of, you will be disciplined again, and it'll probably be worse this time. Mm -hmm. And so being consistent, I think that is, that is one of the hardest things because it, it is hard and I have to be on top of things. Um, so have I gotten it wrong many, many times? Absolutely. But we, so in our home, willful disobedience will always get you in trouble, no matter what. And trying to be consistent and you, you know, you lie, you're going to get into such trouble. Oh my goodness. And it's going to be, it's going to be on and they know, they know that they're going to get in trouble. And the beautiful thing is if we start early, then I find that I don't have to do it as much as they've gotten older. And so that hard stuff, um, you know, where we're disciplined for, you know, 
continuing to hit the buttons or, you know, being ugly to your sister, uh, it, it becomes less and less as they get older because they know that there's going to be consequences. So I am a firm believer in discipline early and consistent discipline early. And, um, and of course that comes from obedience and respect. Hopefully they are developing, uh, the, you want obedient children and not because I want them to be obedient to me, but ultimately exactly what Jen said, they have to be obedient to the authorities that the Lord has put in place. Not only is that me, but ultimately that's him. And, um, so if they can't be obedient to the people they can see, how can they be obedient to the God who is invisible? Um, so that's, 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 that's where I stand right now. I could, I could talk about this for a very long time, but I've talked too much right now. <laughs> no. Well, and I think that, um, understanding that each child is so different currently we're, you know, one and a half you discipline, like you said, like willful, willful disobedience, right? The other day, her looking at me and telling me now, she just learned a word, you know what I mean? And so I'm not going to discipline those things, but learning eventually how different they are going to be. Like Braley, um, we were in Home Depot one time. This was the moment that I was like, oh no. Um, and we were in the paint section and she looked it over at this lady and she said, ma'am, why are you buying so many spanking sticks? They were paint stirrers. <laughs> I was like, Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but it wasn't that, and she really doesn't get that many spankings because we learned earlier on that it to pop her hand and say, Hey, don't do that. She didn't matter because her hand was right back where it was not supposed to be. But time out, that's something. And I think it's going to speak a lot to how their personalities ultimately develop um, as to what discipline will work best um but at the end of the day I've told her she does not understand why I mean she does understand to an extent um but you know I told her the other day like one day I'm going to stand before the Lord and she does not understand this like she does not get this she's five years old um she understands one day we're going to die we're going to stand before the Lord but she doesn't understand the giving an account like she's I'm going to have to have to give an account for you, how I raised you, what I did with this time. And if I use it and I squander it away by letting you just run wild and do whatever you want, hit your sister or shake your sister, you know, she doesn't like shake her, but like just enough to annoy her. Um, like that's ultimately going to lead to things down the road. If I don't correct this now, like, Right. appropriate interactions with kids at school where you just think that this is okay. And, you know, and the ball could continue rolling. Um, but so I told her, like, I'm going to have to stand before the Lord and give an account for you. And that makes me nervous <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. you make me nervous. <laughs> and so, um, you know, that's kind of the approach that we take with discipline. Uh, I grew up a family of three girls, Joseph grew up an only child. And so we were disciplined differently just because one, I had sisters to fight with and pull their hair and he did not. And so, um, you know, we, we were disciplined differently. So although we agree on disciplines, it's 
sometimes even that looks a little bit different. Like, oh, I think we should do this. Well, and then we have a conversation about it. Well, okay, let's think about what's the most appropriate thing because she's five. And the one and a half year old, I can already tell you, is going to make me very nervous. If I'm nervous about Braylee and giving in count for her, Kaylin has already made me like, bless her Jesus, bless her Jesus. But so. Um, um, I had, I'm an only child too, and they just don't need discipline. Only children don't, there is no discipline necessary for only children. <laughs> And I say this to my kids all the time because they're like, mom, did you get in trouble for this? And I was like, no, because I didn't have a brother who irritated me to the point that I felt like I should punch him. Like exactly. I didn't have that experience. So there really wasn't much, you know, I, so in the Lord's providence, he had me work in a daycare when I was in college oh. and yes. And in daycare was where I immediately could see the difference between the kids who were consistently disciplined at home and those who were not disciplined at all ever. Um, mm -hmm. You can, you can see it real clear when you're working in yeah. daycare. So I decided that when I had a baby that I would discipline every instance immediately and she would become the perfect child who needed no discipline ever because I would address every, every mistake as it happened right in real time. And that was my plan, you guys. And I really thought that was a real thing. I thought that that was going to work. Like you tell them one time and then you don't have to deal with that issue again. So by the time she's four, <laughs> we're good. Cause we've covered everything. And that was what I knew about discipline and how I thought it was going to go. So the Lord has taught me a whole <laughs> lot in the last 18 years. Um, however, what Emily said, that consistency, um, another one of my favorite phrases is you can't parent from the couch because mm -hmm. I tell you, yeah, sometimes at the end of the day, you know, you're just like done and somebody's throwing a fit and you don't want to deal with it but you have to get up and you have to go and continually redirect, right? Turn them back, shepherd those little hearts. Um, because if you let it slide at eight o'clock, eight 30, whatever, nobody gets to the couch that early, I guess it's probably more like 10 or 11, but you know, if you, then they learn, okay, at 9 PM, I could do whatever the heck I want. Cause mom's on the couch and she's not going to care. Mm -hmm. And they learn that so fast, you know, it's like, I could be consistent for a solid 18 months and then 18 months in one day, I'm like, I'm not getting up. Then 18 months in day two, they're at it again. Cause I didn't get up on day one. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course some of that changes as they grow and mature and they know what they're going to be in trouble for. They kind of move away from it. Some of them. Um, but anyway, so the Lord has certainly done a great work, um, on me and teaching me about consistency and I, I just want to add that in because it is so true. I really think that it is the absolute key to everything in our homes, not just discipline and all the things. So um, I love that you mentioned that, Emily. Oh, yeah. Consistency spreads across every, it touches every part of our lives, every single part. Um, and I think when I started thinking about this topic of discipline, like what, you know, what, what is our purpose? Why do we do this? And I think about those times when the Lord has had to discipline me and how in the moment I was like, this is the absolute worst. Why in the world is this happening? And then, you know, you see the, the growth later on, like, okay, I went, I, that happened because of this action. It wasn't just call. It was, it was cause and effect. Like this behavior happened or this thing happened this was the consequence. 
And because God loves us, because we are his children, because he desires for his children to live in righteousness and to be good image bearers of him. Like if you're going to wear his name, you better wear it well. And because he desires that, you know, there has to be a consequence. And I, I look back and in those times, those moments, I, I remember the frustration. I remember the just, what is happening? But then I look where I am now and I'm like, there, there are choices I make now that stem from that discipline in a good way that stem from the Lord put a stop to this in my heart. And there are some things that, you know, like just the Lord has sanctification is a process, but there are some larger things where I'm like, okay, I'm glad that the Lord disciplined me there because I don't want, I don't want to be that person at 30 years old, who's still acting that way. Like, I don't want to be spiritually in that same place that I was then. And my prayer is that my kids one day realize like mom wasn't just disciplining you because it's fun because it's not. And it, the first spanking I ever gave, I cried harder than the kid. Like I was like, I just spanked my kid and just like sobbed. But it was like, I'm not doing this for fun. I'm doing this because this is a dangerous thing that you've done. And you do not, you need to understand that the consequences for this could have been much larger than five minutes in timeout. Like the consequences of this down the road could. And so I think, you know, when I think about discipline, my, our goal and our purpose in our home is like, we want our children to look like the Lord. We want them to be image bearers of Christ that, like I said, wear his name well. And to do that, we can't be acting fools in our home and we can't allow that in our home because when they go out, what are they going to, you know, how are they going to act? Kind of like you said, we can't expect them to obey the Lord later if we're not expecting that obedience now. And so that's kind of our purpose, our desire behind, not desire behind discipline. I didn't mean that. Like we just love to discipline our kids. <laughs> um, I would love it if I never had to get onto them, if they just were perfect angels. <laughs> I would think you're in denial. (laughs) (laughs) You mean like my child was going to be the perfect angel. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We have always said that Adeline, she, she got the most bankings in our house and she probably has been the easiest child. But again, when I said we had more children, we realized, oh, you know, what is the difference between willful disobedience and what is the difference with just youth that, you know, she's just, she's just young and immature and she's learning. Um, so there are, I'm certain that there are some things that we spanked her for that probably should not have gotten, you know, disciplined for, but Bree to kind of piggyback on what you were saying, my mama used to, I mean, and if, when she would, when she would spank me, she would always say, I love you too much to let you act ugly. I love you too much to act, let you act ugly. And don't you know, those words have come out of my mouth when, when I've had to discipline my girls, but um, she's so right. The Lord loves us so much that he's not going to let us act ugly. And he tells us that he disciplines those he loves. And then that, that the discipline that we get from the Lord confirms that we are sons and daughters of his. Um, so he, he loves us so much to not let us act ugly. So he's going to discipline us. Therefore we've got to do the same thing. Um, 
of course, Proverbs is packed full of verses about uh, disciplining your children, but I know that there's one that says, discipline your son or discipline your daughter. I, I always mark out son since I've got daughters. Discipline your daughter for in that there is hope. Do not be a willing party to uh, her death or to his death. Um, you know, if I love my daughter, I've got to discipline her. When she does wrong, I can't let, if I, if I let her buy with it and just that shows, that shows that there is not true love. I don't wish for her very best. And ultimately, if I continue to let her do the wrong things, it will lead to her demise. It will lead to her death. It will lead to awful things. Um, so if I love her, I can't be a willing party to her death. So he calls us to discipline our children. Now, what does that discipline look like? I think, Jen, you said it right. It depends on the child. Not every child responds to a spanking. Um, removing screen time for Clara or removing privileges. Oh, that hurt her heart. And that, I mean, that, that kills her now that she's driving, take the keys. Oh my goodness. And ultimately though, that kind of hurts me because I'm like, okay, now I'm going to have to take her places. Um, but we're going to do that because she's going to have to learn. Um, thank heavens. We haven't had to do that very often, but, um, very, very rarely. We only had to do that once, but, um, I had, we have to be consistent and because I love her, um, you know, we, we will discipline and we will punish and punishment looks different per child. When Adeline was little, she loved candy. And we learned early on that if she had too much sugar, it, it kind of changed her personality. She would be so ugly. And so we set this rule that she could have one piece of candy a day and she still loves candy. Oh my goodness. But the best punishment for Adeline was, you know, you, you lost your candy of the day, your one piece of candy. And she, oh, she just hated it. And she would weep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you've lost your candy of the day today because you've, you know, acted ugly or whatever it may be. And so that, that was a thing that worked really well, uh, with my youngest, Erin, a spanking works very well. She hates it. She hates it and will do anything to avoid getting a spanking. So, um, that, that works well. Removing screen time from Lindsay, um, removing privileges from Lindsay that, that, that works right now. So, um, and she, she hates that. So I think your discipline looks different depending on just like you guys said, the personality of, of the child. And we've got to, we've got to know that, but we also have to realize as parents that, uh, again, Proverbs, um, 22. Anyways, it says that folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline will, will drive it from him. So we've got to know that our folly is in our children. Um, we, we can't go around with blinders thinking that our children are perfect because they're not, um, just like you and I, we are not, um, folly is bound up in the heart of a child and we've got to, um, we've, we've got to discipline them, uh, the, the, the rod of discipline will drive it out. If you choose to use a rod or choose to take away screen time or the keys. Um, so uh, we've just got to realize that they are, they are fallen just like we are. And the Lord has given them to us and we've got to discipline. So yeah. I'm sitting here thinking while y'all are talking, 
I learned something. Um, and gosh, I should have just brought my husband on today because I feel like so much I've learned so much from him. I think because like we said, I was an only child. He grew up one of four. So the discipline was much different in his house. And he's had to learn about discipline a lot because, you know, he wanted to make some changes in the way that we discipline. So, um, but one thing that he brought into our family that I was not good at, but is so important is restoration after discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, I become, um, is it pouty? Like, I don't know the right word, but when I have to discipline a child, I, and I'm upset with that child, I have a really hard time bringing that child to restoration. But my sweet husband pointed out to me one time about how I long for restoration when I'm not in right relationship with someone and that a child feels the same way. And I just had not acknowledged that, um, that particular aspect of discipline. So my husband does this thing where after we complete whatever the the discipline is, whether it's a lecture um, or whether it is, they have been brought in, had to have a spanking with our, we use a wooden spoon, um, then he does make it a point. He always says, who loves you more than mom and dad? Who loves you more than mom and dad? And they'll always say God does. And I thought, what better time for them to be reminded that we are admonishing them and correcting them because there is eternal purpose in this. No one loves them more than me on this earth, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody, but God does. And God calls us to restore those who've been Mm -hmm. disciplined. And so Jared will pull that kid in and hug them. And look, I promise you, I had to like, this is me being totally transparent. I had to learn to do this because I would still be in a place where I wouldn't wanted to separate myself from that child. But Jared is so good. I've seen him do it with my, you know, my big boy, where he just says, daddy loves you, you know, like, and he will hold him. And when you do that with a teenager, it's like this, they are like (laughs) a brick wall. (laughs) Do not touch me because they're still upset, you know, but when he does that, they will like, eventually they will melt into that. And he's gotten to where he pulls me into that as well. And, um, I'm going to tell you, I think the restoration is equally as powerful Mm -hmm. as the discipline. Mm -hmm. And I am so grateful that he introduced Mm -hmm. that into our parenting because I have learned from it. I know my kids have learned from it. And I hope that when they do look on, uh, look back on when they had to be disciplined, that in their mind and memory of the discipline moment, that they also have that moment of their daddy calling them back into right relationship Mm -hmm. and into restoration and gracious. I know that when I have been out of step with the Lord, um, a few years ago, um, I was in a place of, um, I think the word really is laziness when it comes to, um, my, my study of scripture and how I was stewarding God's word. And, um, this was back when we lived in South Carolina. And one day I heard the Lord whisper to my heart, not audibly, but it was just this. He said, I'm going to take this from you. Hmm. And I knew immediately what he was talking about. I knew immediately. And it was the time that I had to squander. He took that time, that free time that I should have been using for the Lord. He took it from me and I had to do something else. But I I remember that 
that moment of discipline. I'll never forget that my whole life. I still feel that. I still feel those words sometimes when I find myself being lazy in my time with God or slacking off in something I know I'm supposed to be doing well. I still hear those words and they're not from him. They're just my own memory repeating them. But it is steward this well because the Lord may discipline you. He may take something from you and it's going to hurt. But I remember when I was in that place that I felt like I was separated from the Lord. All I wanted was to be back in right relationship with the Lord. And our kids long for that too. So when we do have to go in for discipline um, or punishment rather, um, that that we are reminded to always restore, even if we don't want to. <laughs> Good point. And I think, listen, I'm over here about to cry. So if I start crying, sorry, you guys. Um, but I think that like, what a beautiful picture though, that is of our heavenly father. Like, I think our, uh, you know, it's been like studied over and over, um, tons of studies that people can look up if they want, that we attribute the characteristics of our earthly father often, more than often, most of the time, people attribute those characteristics to God, right? Because that's all we know of a father. When all you know of a father is whatever your earthly father was, um, you know, when you have an invisible father who does give you these things, like it's, we, we project, right. Cause that's what we know of a father and wow. Oh, sorry, y'all. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and what a beautiful picture though, of like, when we are, when we have been disciplined and we're feeling that, you know, we're the ones who are just like, standing there like hardened almost because like I can't believe you just disciplined me for that really it's like I can't believe I did that that led to this discipline but like still that hardness and he just is like uh, wraps his arms around us and is like hey listen like I love you most like I love you I did this because I love you most and I love that just the picture that you just painted I mean like even in our own home, I'm like, man, I need to start doing that because I want my girls to understand that, yes, the Lord disciplines us because he loves us, but he also is there for that restoration. Like that's what he, he wants us. He disciplines us. So there can be that restoration. So we can say, this is a sin of my life. I need to repent of this sin and restore my relationship with you. Not so we can just stand there hard, hard, hard hearted and allow it to continue to grow and fester but like oh man like that's a beautiful picture sorry y'all I'm like over here just crying my eyes out no big deal no big deal oh I love that so much and I love that the Lord um uses Jared in that way to to say like show them my love in this way like because they're going to attribute everything that you are. They're going to put those characteristics on me. And, oh, man, that's beautiful. I love that. Oh, it goodness. was beautiful. <laughs> We're just sobbing messes today. I know. Me too. Yes. I'm I am grateful prayer. that God, that's why God gives kids two parents. You know, it takes oh. two perspectives. And mm -hmm. I'm grateful. Oh, 100%. That's and 
Not to make this podcast any longer, but um, Jen, you've got such a, uh, a a great idea as far as, um, you know, disciplining in your house and how you and Jared work together. Uh, will you share that? That's, that's a, I think it's just brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we were very intentional about never disciplining or, you know, we say never, or we don't ever want to discipline from a place of anger. Um, so we were, we've built some uh, boundaries and guardrails, I guess, around how we discipline in our home and what we have done when it comes to um, spanking, which we do spank our kids. I said earlier with a wooden spoon um, for, um, like Emily said, uh, direct disobedience is what we call it in our home, but it is the same thing as willful disobedience or um, lying or things that could cause them physical harm when they're super small, like running out into the street, things like that. Um, so when we have to, um, discipline with spanking, Jared and I, if at all possible, um, if we're both home, if we're not both home, we have a system for that. I'll explain it in a minute, but if we are both home, we both go in together into our room with that child and the parent who is, um, furthest removed, I guess is the best way to say it from the situation. Like the parent who's least upset at that moment actually does the, the punishment, um, just to keep really good boundaries and making sure that we are not, um, disciplining out of active anger. Um, so we have just always tried to go in together, um, and be together in that moment when we are having to physically punish a child with a spanking. Um, and if we are not together, like if he's not always home, obviously if he's at work, um, we have a system where I put a, a little mark on the board and the child just knows it's one of those, you know, you're going to have to wait till dad gets home. And I know there's good sides and bad sides to that, but in our home, it is the boundary that we have set. If it requires a spanking, we're going to wait until dad's home and mom and dad can both address this together in the same room at the same time. It's great for accountability. It's great for protecting, mm -hmm. um, you know, a parent from who's too hot to be involved in discipline or punishment in that moment. Um, it's, it is just a way that we have found that works best in our home. So that's what we do. I think that's so smart. I think that's so very, very smart. And I love that they have to wait for their spanking. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes it's a long that's time. Miserable. It's that. the punishment itself. Yes. The dread. But, and you know, and I didn't want we never wanted there to be a negative connotation with Jared coming home. Like we no. always try to make that a celebratory event. Oh, daddy's home, you know. Totally but there cool. are days that some, you know, a kid or two may have a little bit of dread because they know it's coming. So oh, it's so easy for when you are in, in the midst of it and your and emotions are running high and I'm angry. Um, that's, that's a scary place to be. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's hard to step back and like, Oh, okay. I need, okay. You need my, my thing was, okay. You need to go to your room because right now, if I whip you, I'm going to hurt you. Um, or if I, you know, whatever it may be, I need time to wrap my head around what What's, what's going on because so I, I just think that's so smart to have two of you together that's um boy that's brilliant and that's, I, I think I think the bird family will begin to utilize that <laughs> so that's smart. another Jared I'm telling you I should have just brought Jared in today to sit for <laughs> right. this this session on discipline so that's, that's amazing really um, smart really smart so I feel like it got very yeah all cried a little bit 
um, for a second. So I do have to tell you all this really quick story because I, it, we we're talking about consistency and setting that consistency. And there were, um, my parents did well on consistency um, when it came to punishing me because my older sister was like perfect. Like Brittany, shout out to Brittany. She is still 100% my role model. I love her. She is it. Like Brittany's wonderful. Well, then I came along and Brittany like didn't get spankings until I came along. And I... that's because I was a habitual liar. Um, <laughs> and so, so what would happen is like, um, I would lie about something that Brittany had not done, I had done, and I would blame it on Brittany. So my parents would then spank Brittany. Well, then the Holy Spirit or something, I don't know, sat, I don't know. So I felt convicted. So I'm like, I gotta go tell my parents. So then I would also get a spanking. And so this continued for like a few years. And then when I was like eight, and then I realized, like, stop doing this thing because then you're going to continue to get a spanking. But it was always like Brittany would be taken to the room and she would come out sobbing and I would hear her spanks. And then she's like sobbing and I would just feel convicted. Like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I did that. I got to go tell my parents. And they knew. So, but they were very consistent to continue the same thing over and over. When I was 18 years old, I found out that my parents were smarter than I was at four years old. And that what happened was after like the third time within, you know, the first months, not years and years, um, they would pretend to spank Brittany and she would fake cry. And my dad would just hit his shoe. I found this out at 18 years old. Consistency, consistent for years. And I found out just when I was like 18, I was like, Brittany, I'm really sorry for all those spankings. And she was like, oh, joke's on you. <laughs> you never We've had done that. that. <laughs> We've done that in our home. We have we have made a spanking noise for a child who was not getting a spanking because we knew that they were not the one that was guilty. So yeah. I'm I'm with your parents on that one. That's oh yeah, <laughs> but it was very consistent for years. And it's and then finally I was like, I keep doing this, I keep getting spanked, but so does Brittany. And then I found out all those years later, Brittany never got spanked. She got spanked like three you. times. It was just me. So <laughs> it's a fun story to send us out on, I suppose. But yeah. ladies, I really, I look up to both of you. I so admire getting to have these conversations with you guys and um, just getting to learn from you all because I am just entering into those fun stages where we're figuring out discipline. And, um, and I just know that speaking with you guys each week um, blesses my heart. And so I know that it blesses so many other people. Um, but it is, I don't know. It's just been a great day. It's been wonderful. Um, so we will be back with a new episode in two weeks until then you can check out our reels on Facebook, Instagram. You can check out our link tree where it has every single social media attached and you can keep up with us on Facebook, Instagram, the comment section of our videos. We would love for a like, a share, interact in any way that you feel is appropriate. And we will see you guys again in two weeks.